This episode of Nomad Athlete Radio was brought to you by Ned's collection of full-spectrum hemp oil products, including oils, body butter, lip balm, and their unique natural cycle collection for women. You can get 15% off today with free shipping by going to helloned.com slash nomeat. That's H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D dot com slash nomeat and use code nomeat. Hi, this is Hope. This is Kareem. Hi, this is Katie from Washington, D.C., and you're listening to Nomeat Athlete Radio. New mic, new you, Matt. That's right, Doug. Feeling energized and fresh by uh, my new Yeti, Yeti, what is it called? Just Yeti, right? Uh, Blue the, uh, Yeti mic? Blue Yeti, yeah. Yeah, which sounds like I'm all proud of it, but it's the fourth one I've had to buy because <laughs> they break. Is it really? And then I, yeah, yeah, because they break, and then I have to just order one like so we have it in two days for the next podcast, and uh, and then I don't do any research on a better one. I just get it, and then... Mm. just keep doing it so anyway have a new one it's all white white out oh white so that's exciting. different i like it new year yeah. new, new mike do me new new mike new matt yeah taking some risks this time <laughs> could get dirty <laughs> yeah. anyway uh we're gonna keep it short little uh, in between style episode this time and uh this time we're we're direct answering a problem that uh your wife katie has right I don't, I don't know if it's a problem, but it is a, is a resolution of hers this year uh, for 2020 was to okay. um, eat more eat more whole foods. You know, try to be more conscious about making sure that we're eating less processed food. Uh, and that's for her and for me and for our daughter. So mm-hmm. that's, that's kind of the resolution. And uh, it sparked this kind of conversation between us or between Katie and I about, um, you know, like where, where do we struggle the most like what where do we end up introducing processed foods most frequently right uh and and then you know and then from there you can kind of look at like what would be easy substitutes Mm -hmm. or easy ways to kind of make it more whole food yeah this is a an interesting topic for this time and probably a a relevant pertinent one because uh i was thinking about this topic and i i was just thinking about I don't know, five, seven years ago when I was kind of new at being vegan, which I know you're not, but I was just thinking about that time and the posts that we had written back then about eating whole foods. And it was kind of a different thing. Like when I was talking about eating whole foods, that really meant not eating oil uh, and not buying like potato chips and stuff like that at the store. But mm-hmm. now there's, I, mean, I, I have, I eat fewer whole foods these days than I did then <laughs> because I think it's so much easier to, it's more tempting to not eat whole foods because now the vegan you know, vegan junk foods are good now. Right. Whereas before, yeah. you know, the veggie burgers from the store weren't nearly as appetizing as the ones you could make at home. Uh, same with the vegan hot dogs and the, and the, you know, vegan cheese. It just wasn't good before. And now it actually is. Now it's really good and you crave it and you, you want only that. So it's different now. Um, so I think a lot of it is kind of a habit issue, right? It's not like, it's not like we need new ways to make crazy recipes that don't have the whole food we already have those they're they're from right. or sorry they don't have the junk food we have them and they're from five or seven years ago uh it's just sort of i think more of a habits thing these days but we'll see as you get into the situations where where you guys tend not to eat whole foods and we'll see if that is true yeah i mean i think that i think that that is kind of that is the problem right is like when we do just a regular grocery shop and when we're kind of thinking about our staple meals which would be like stir fry and pasta and uh you know, maybe a burrito or uh, something, you know, a, a rice and beans bowl. 
Um, when we start thinking about those, like there aren't, they're they're typically pretty clean. They're pr- t- typically mm-hmm. pretty whole food. Uh, and if we just go to Ingalls and we do our regular shop, then then that's no problem. But then you do things like uh, the other day we went to Trader Joe's and we we hardly ever go to Trader Joe's, and they have you know all these different like vegan uh, like cheese dip and yeah. uh, all you know different vegan cream cheeses. I guess Ingalls does too. But you know like you're or or you go to Whole Foods and there's just a ton of new things and. Every time you see something like that, it's hard not to buy it, right? Because you're excited about it and you know it's going to taste good, and right. um, and so you end up kind of buying it. And we we found that we just uh, every time we get out of our our routine, which you know is every other week or every three weeks or something, you know, <laughs> we'll mm-hmm. do a shop at some place new. And um, every time we get out of that, then we end up just buying all kinds of this junk food, vegan right. junk food. Yeah, right. Uh, I mean. Completely agree. That stuff used to be a novelty, or you go to a veg fest or something, and you get to try a vegan cheese dip, mm-hmm. and of no, course you do because it's it's the first time such a thing has been available, and and you do it and it's delicious. But then you go home and there's no more of it, so you just stop eating it. It's, <laughs> right. it's so different now. I mean, because there, there are multiple brands of vegan cream cheeses and vegan dips, like you just mentioned. Trader Joe's, of course. There's the there's the frozen vegan options, falafels, veggie burgers, and some of that is, yeah. isn't too as long as you don't as long as you're okay with oil. Which yeah, I don't know if that's what we're talking about or not. Um, some of that can be pretty close to whole food still, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, just, just so many more options now. Yeah. So well, it's kind of, I mean, okay. it's interesting, like more that more options is a problem, right? Because it, it seems like it would just be better and we just keep choosing the healthy options if that's what we want. But, uh, it kind of goes back to like, you know, I used to say a lot that, that being vegan was inconvenient and that was why it was so healthy because it mm. just, you couldn't, you did not have the, the option to eat really unhealthy food. So you had to kind of make your own things at home and, uh. By default, it was healthy, and that's that's really not true anymore. Now you have to choose it to be that way. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely true. So I think we should start with oil. Just you know, we don't have to go into a big oil discussion, but I think we sh- we should start with it because that's an obvious one, right? Oil is a yep. processed yep. food, um, and uh, I know that you've gone through stints of being oil free. We have not, although we have uh, tried many times to reduce our oil consumption. Uh, what do you think about oil? As a process, for uh, I have I've researched it quite a bit just for my own reason. My family history has lots or has lots of heart disease in my family history, and uh, I've been really concerned about it. My parents have always asked me about it, and they've gone back and forth. Um, I'm at the point where I think generally heated oils, especially multiple times heated oils, like what most deep fried foods that you buy in a restaurant or something are, um, you know, that's bad. You don't want that stuff. Uh, olive oil, especially when it's not heated. I think is pretty okay. I don't think you need tons of it, but uh, you know there are some longevity types out there who say you should aim to get at least you know a tablespoon a day or something like that. So there are there are people who do research and think it is a good thing for longevity. Um, there might be certain conditions that make it not that way. I'm kind of it's also that we've kind of relaxed a little bit. Like I just I used to be oil free for maybe a year or so, solid, and it was fine. I didn't lose too much weight. Didn't feel sickly. It was all fine. Uh, I just didn't quite enjoy cooking the way I used to. Even the taste of the food was fine. Kind of somehow just the, I don't know, being able to cook. There are certain recipes you can't do without oil. Uh, and I like going through phases where I really get into cooking and trying new things. So mm-hmm. I don't know. For me, it's easier to have it um, in in small amounts. I really don't ever eat any oil that's not olive oil, unless it's out at a restaurant or something. Uh, I don't know. I'm pretty happy with, with just being mindful about it. Uh, I don't know the answer of whether it's good or bad, and I don't know if there is an answer. And so I think like when when I first 
when you first talked about going oil free, I was kind of I, re- I remember thinking like, well, how the heck does he cook uh, like a saute stuff? Mm-hmm. Which I know I now know you can do in water, and we we do it. Uh, but you know, like, what are your tips on that? I mean, yeah, that's that's the big one is add water instead of oil, and I generally try to keep the amount of water to a minimum. Sometimes you don't need it at all. Uh, only reason to keep it to a minimum is because once you add the water, you kind of start boiling or steaming your foods right. in, on a small scale. Uh, and that typically makes foods that aren't as interesting as some that are, you know, have more of a seared or crispy outside to them. Um, so I'd say, you know, just limit the water, uh, but but use it as needed. If, if, if it's going to start burning, then you put a little splash of water in there. Mm-hmm. Um, also, air fryer is wonderful for that. I mean, it really does a great job. It comes with its own health questionable health you know issues where oh, that high first of temperatures time I've heard you hear talk negatively about the air fryer <laughs> yeah i mean i don't think it's a miracle thing I, I think it makes really good food and really quickly and it's great you can you can really just throw vegetables in there and they will come out more appetizing than when you put them in um but yeah i mean there are with with heating foods at that high of a temperature where it's super convection so they're constantly at that high of a temperature you know it just it has it has its own issues um so i you know who knows? But but if you're just trying to get off of oil, then you know maybe you're okay with that for now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, so I think like oil and sauces that include a lot of oil and butter are kind of uh, like vegan butter um, are kind of easy areas that that we tend to fail at a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I just like Miyoko's vegan butter is just really freaking delicious. It is um, really good, but like. <laughs> I mean, yes, it's really good. We only really use that, though, like when we're making some kind of special baking recipe or maybe mm-hmm. some sort of like homemade pasta that needs a butter sauce. I mean, we just, I just don't find that many situations. I guess I'm not that serious of a cook where I couldn't just use a little bit of oil and, and right. get by without the butter. Now, is is the butter, I think her butter is mostly coconut oil based. So is it any worse than olive oil? That's That's debatable, I guess. Uh, many would argue that yes, it is slightly worse than olive oil. Um, but I don't yeah. know. I mean, the big solution would make make those things ahead of time, especially if you're if you're I mean, you're talking about miyoko's butter. But if you're talking about buying sauces that already contain too much oil or too much butter because they're convenient, then make them ahead of time and right. uh, you know do that freezer method we've talked about, where you where you kind of cook things for the freezer, even if you're not going to make eat it that night. You can you can cook foods that go really well in the freezer. I think we have an episode, Doug, about that entire strategy, or maybe it's one tip mentioned among others i don't know <laughs> i think we do yeah okay uh yeah i mean like you know the problem is when when we have it and we often have it these days because it you know it's easy to get and cheap um relatively cheap but you know that like i'll i'll find that i'll just put some some of that butter on like potato <laughs> right. or, right. or so you know the obvious solution then is just not have it, have it. <laughs> yeah. right I mean, that's totally it's, yeah it's, it's making right. we talked about this last episode making a bad habit hard if you could if you call that a bad habit mm-hmm. you make it really hard if you don't have it in the house right and it's not that tempting to buy it when you're in the store especially not something like butter right because if it's potato chips i could see you you just want it right then so you buy it in the store uh-huh. nobody really wants butter right then right, right. <laughs> so well, yeah talk, i mean yeah, yeah. good no i mean it's it's the it's it's being a hard ass and saying just don't buy it but i know i know i know i know <laughs> i know matt Quit lecturing me. <laughs> no. All right. So snacks. I mean, snacks are probably like the biggest thing for us, uh-huh. for me, me personally. Yep. I mean, Katie snacks less than I do, but I mean, I just, I love me some snacks and, uh, Should we do a corn chips joke. 
<laughs> we can do a corn chip jokes. <laughs> I had some. I had some with my lunch today. <laughs> I actually had corn chips today with my lunch as well. Hey, there you go. <laughs> you know, and and snacks. I mean, it's just it's hard to. It's any prepackaged snack is going to be highly processed and not good for you. Yeah, there are there are. I mean, one of the good things about more options is is there also are more convenient. There are way more convenient junk food options than ever before. Of course that happen to be vegan or that, that are technically vegan. There, With that, though, does come some small percentage of better-than-ever-before packaged whole food options, mm. right? They're out there. Uh, they're often expensive because you don't have to do whatever prep work there is yourself. Um, now, this isn't totally whole food, but like the, the chickpeas that you could buy in a store, they're usually mm-hmm. fr- the dried, whatever they are, dried roasted chickpeas. Uh, they have some oil added to them for sure. Uh, but if you're okay with that and you consider that, that a mostly whole food, then that's probably a, a good snack. I mean, at least give you some of the benefits of beans, at least. And chickpeas are a pretty good bean. Right. So there's that. I mean, there's all kinds of dried fruit and dried nut things and granolas and bars that are, you know, glued together versions of the things that I just mentioned. <laughs> uh, and you can find some that are, you know, fairly low in sugar. Maybe they come with maple syrup or something and low in fat. You can find good ones. You can just buy dried fruit in packs. Even Starbucks has that kind of stuff now. Yeah. Uh, apples or whatever else. And, and, you know, it's kind of cool that you can get that so easily. But, of course, more expensive than making it yourself and probably not quite as good as making it yourself. Do you have a, a, pre, like a, like a commonly found prepackaged bar that you, you like? We, my kids really like Laura bars. So we mm. subscribe to those on Amazon. Uh, I like the ones that are just cashews and uh, dates. And that's, that's all whole food. There's no, there's no oil or anything. So, right. you know, you can do that. They're also kind of expensive, but I think, what, maybe a dollar a bar or something. So it's not, not that bad for a... Couple hundred calories, or whatever they are. Yeah, those are those are a go-to as well. Yeah, and I mean, this is also just being a, a hard ass and not not having a lot of uh, good tips. But like, you can get yourself to where you don't eat that many snacks, and the snacks you do eat are fruit. Right. Like, uh, like it's you know, and I don't know. I'm not always that way. I get hooked on junk food for a little while, and I'll start having that. Uh, but when I'm trying to be healthy and doing a good job, then I tend to be snacking on just fruit, or maybe just fruit and like some some nuts. And I don't always do the raw nuts because I used to kind of you know, say it's got to be raw almonds or nothing. Now I'll get the salted nuts or whatever. Uh, but I'm you know, fine with that. It's fruit, nuts, that's that's pretty good snacks. Yeah, I mean, I think the, the like, the thing for me has been to try to find a fruit that's easy that I like. I mean, apples, you know, are just super easy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some other fruit is kind of sloppy. You have to put it in a bowl. might be really juicy, I don't know, you know, just yeah. like a little more difficult. So something like a banana or an apple uh, tend to be ones I go to. Maybe I'll spread some nut butter on there. Um, yeah, perfect. Mm-hmm. I mean, nut butter is, is also great. Nut yeah. butter itself can be a snack sometimes for me. <laughs> if I'm like just creating stuff and digging it. through yeah. the pantry, I'll just get out a tablespoon and eat a giant tablespoon of peanut butter. Uh-huh. And uh, that's not too bad. Use some water with it. I'm also a fan. I'm glad you mentioned bananas because I find them to be just a very convenient, portable thing. And often if I'm going out the door and I have not eating a meal like I should have, or I know I'm going to be at a soccer practice and it's going to be mealtime and I'm going to be hungry, grab like two or three bananas, which most people just don't do. They just say, well, you would eat one banana at a time. <laughs> um, but believe me, there are people who eat way more than three at a time too. Uh, yeah. But, but you know, grab two bananas and eat that. And it's, it's not like it's some amazing dining experience, but it tastes good and you feel good and it's fine. Do you eat them all three at the same time? I, I usually get two and I usually eat them at the same time. 
Bananas. I love bananas. How can you not like bananas? <laughs> I know. And people, people, believe it or not, people hate on bananas just like they used to hate on, or they still hate on uh, iceberg lettuce, right? And say it was the, the oh, no nutrient vegetable. Le- people say like bananas are, I don't know, that they don't have the micronutrients of others and they're just not that good of a fruit, but they're way better than chips or probably way better than roasted chickpeas do that you buy in a package. Mm-hmm. Bananas are good. What about air fried chickpeas? Air fried chickpeas, fine. I've had them before. The problem with any of those chickpeas almost is they turn into first powder and then cement in your mouth. <laughs> so if you take a bite of like eight of those things and chew them up, you won't be able to swallow it. <laughs> your mouth will be shut for days. Yeah. So I think if you air fry them and don't have any oil whatsoever, then it, that problem probably gets worse. Yeah. I don't remember. I did it once or twice. Uh-huh. Yeah. My daughter actually snacks on like just regular you know cook chickpeas but yeah, out of if you can do that that's can. that's the best yeah not doesn't taste the best it's not my favorite way to snack but no <laughs> but you know you can sprinkle some like lemon juice on there or something and yeah you really could definitely wouldn't taste too bad doug i know you've got vegan meat on the brain and uh and i'm looking forward to talking about that too but first i want to remind everyone that this episode of no Made athlete radio is brought to you by ned's collection of full spectrum hemp oil products which contains CBD extracted from the finest organic hemp plants and is all grown with love on a small 12-acre homestead in the bountiful farmland of Paonia, Colorado. From seed to bottle, Ned's premium small-batch products are slow-crafted to deliver superior quality while supporting independent farmers, communities, and the environment, Doug. That's right. Last week we talked about how we've been using, and our wives as well, been using Ned Mm -hmm. hemp oil to help us sleep and the body butter for recovery after long runs and just kind of healing your skin. Um, so today I thought I'd share some fun little facts that they that they happen Ooh, to send over. Love fun facts. Yeah, exactly. So apparently Ned Full Spectrum Hemp products are energetically infused with love, gratitude, and positive vibrations. Is that, is that a fact, Doug? That's what it, that's what it <laughs> says. The positive vibes from uh, are, come all the way from when they're grown. The love and gratitude come from the farmer and the bi... Uh, I don't know that word. What's that Binaural word? Binaural beats. Binaural beats. <laughs> Once they've been bottled, they pump them full of <laughs> great beats, play the tunes, so that uh, to promote balance and grounding. So, I mean, it's pretty cool. That is that is hippie and cool. Yeah, I, I like it. I like it a lot. Ned is a proud member of 1% for the planet, which is great. And, uh, and this is cool. Their founders are athletes. They developed the idea and plan for the business while out on an alpine climbing expedition in Colorado. Wow. Not surprising. Although yeah. I would, I'd probably be thinking about other things than uh, hemp oil if I was like, alpine climbing. If you're like life and death, right? If you're, yeah. doing, if you're doing the free solo thing, I would, I would not be dreaming up business ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Ned's products include full spectrum hemp oils, lip balms, body butter, and a collection specifically for women by women to help with menstrual discomfort and hormone balance. You can get fifteen percent off today with free shipping by going to www.helloned.com/nomeat. That's www. HelloNed.com slash no meat and use that code no meat to get the 15% off. All right. So I think we'd be remiss not to talk about veggie meats. Like you were saying, it's just so easy to get them now. And, um, you know, and they actually taste like pretty good. Yeah. And, really good. uh, yeah, you can get the frozen versions. You can get, you know, seitan steaks and all this stuff. I mean, it's just, uh, <laughs> yeah. like, it's just so easy to get it and, and so, so delicious. Uh, and I do find that we buy them now more than 
we have in years. Um, yeah. And which is bad both for my health, but also for my wallet. I mean, you know, they're not cheap. And right. uh, especially some of the like kind of big name ones uh, are are not cheap at all. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I think that like the the solution there is just to simply not not buy them. I, th- I think that they do serve a, a major purpose, and they're um, I'm glad that they exist, and I'm glad that I have access to them when I when I need them. Uh, but anytime I could replace something with with beans or lentils or uh, or tofu or tempeh. I mean, you know, that's obviously the thing that we should be doing. Yeah, I mean, of course, but it also tastes really good. I don't think your goal is give up processed foods entirely, right? right. I mean, it's, they definitely have a place as and maybe maybe not for certain eaters. If you have you know actual addictive sort of tendencies or something around food, then maybe you can't have them at all. But I think for most people, uh, the special thing maybe not every weekend, but once, twice a month, where that's sort of your fun meal that you do. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe more, for some people, maybe it's maybe it's twice a week, it's your special meal. And that would be fine, right? That's not, it's not like suddenly you're going to get sick because you started having vegan meats twice a week. Um, so I think, I think they're really good. And I don't think we should deprive ourselves of that. I especially like, the, I mentioned cooking several times this episode already, but um, they have brought back a lot of the fun of cooking for me. Because mm. now I can make dishes that are authentic versions of the dish. They just have seitan instead of whatever it was supposed to be chicken or lamb or whatever in there um and there might be other substitutions as well but if you're doing a lot of uh food from around the world it's, it doesn't always have to take a lot of substitutions so suddenly it feels like all this stuff has kind of opened up because now there is good vegan meat that you can use in recipes uh i made a a a sardinian uh, pasta sauce about a week ago and uh used beyond sausage for it and it was mm. delicious i mean really delicious so i think i think they're good um, you know, you can make your own versions at home, but often the ones you make at home are are processed too. If they're going to be any good, like right. like you can make seitan at home, but it's really not any more processed than buying other seitan is. Right. So, um, I don't know. I, I making it at home is nice. I guess if you if you do that, if you if you make that a habit that you're going to make it at home instead of buy it, then you'll do it less. So that's maybe a good thing. Um, but I don't know. I think I think it's good. I think use them sparingly and. I mean, there's also cheese, and there are some vegan... Like, some of the Miyoko's cheeses are not really processed. They're processed, but they're not unwhole, almost at all. They they mostly... Some of them are just almost entirely nuts, um, which is wonderful. And they're cultured nuts, and then they add some salt and who knows what else, but not, not a lot of junky, fake stuff. Right. Um, I do, like, a Parmesan sprinkle at home that involves oh, yeah. uh, cashews, nutritional yeast, salt, and garlic powder. If you just Google that, you'll probably find my... The recipe I use or, or other people's yeah um, but that's wonderful because suddenly you can you can make pizza and it's all whole foods which mm-hmm. is and that stuff just, is good like it it really does add enough of a punch to a pizza that you don't need the yeah you really you don't need that that fake cheese and it tastes it just it just it's not it makes you feel a lot better at least when I'm done that stuff I feel like I eat a really healthy meal uh, and don't feel that way when I eat a bunch of vegan processed cheese mm-hmm. so um, I guess kind of a broken record here, but you can make your own version of stuff at home. It's yeah. going to tend to be way less processed. You'll tend to eat less of it because you have to go through the effort of making it. Um, cooking at home, always always a good bet. Cook at home and don't buy the stuff that, that you don't want to eat. Yeah, pretty simple. 
Right. <laughs> Pretty simple. And, Yet for and some it, reason, it just uh, we fall into this bad trap. I know. Like I said, I don't. Th- it's it's not that it's not that the foods are that hard to make because we all made them five years ago. It it's just that now there's all these choices. So it's just it's kind of a habit thing. I don't know if it's a willpower thing or habit. But I think if you get back into the habit, just by being mindful like this, mm-hmm. um, I, I think anyone who's who's listening and doing the same will find that it's not it's not that hard. Yeah. And we, like I said, admit that I eat more vegan junk food now than I ever did before. So I need some of these tips too. Um, but definitely, I think I peaked. I, I kind of got sick of those vegan junk foods. And, and you probably are too. You do them for a while. I mean, I ate four Impossible Whoppers in like two weeks once. <laughs> and, and then I was, and I haven't had one since because I just got sick of them. And that was a long time ago. I've, I've only had two. <laughs> ever? Ever. Oh my God, I've probably had 10. Yeah. But I mean, that's you know, I mean, shoot, I, uh, I've had my fair share of, of Beyond Burgers. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I guess lastly, I was just thinking as I was, we were planning for this that uh, it'd be a good time to remind you people of a tip that you shared last week of like an easy habit to get into, easy daily kind of habit or resolution that was. Um, to always every day have a salad, a smoothie, and your supplements. Supplements are, are not really part of this. But if you just had a salad and a smoothie every single day, then that would be introducing a ton of whole foods and uh, and would probably, you know, I mean, a smoothie could be your breakfast. That would replace an opportunity to have something else. Um, and a salad could be a big part of your dinner, and you don't need to fill up on other junk food. Yep. Or, or if a salad doesn't sound like... You, if you just work with, with your dinners, I do it actually more often as lunchtime, and I put mm. beans on it, chickpeas, not not air fried, not not uh, snackable chickpeas, just regular chickpeas. Put those on the salad and uh, get a really healthy food. What I mentioned last time was I said that if I eat that stuff uh, during the day, then then I'm fine. Then it doesn't matter that much the other choices I make because I don't make terrible choices, so it's fine. Right. Um, I will tend to be eating well if I'm doing that. What I didn't mention is how well that stuff can kind of set the tone for how you eat throughout the day. Right. Um, and when we're talking about this, you know, choosing whole foods as more of a habitual thing than a or a habit change thing than a than an actual difficult cooking task, um, it really does matter what you kind of have started your day with and what you're in the mood for. So if you can do the smoothie first thing, that sets you up really well to make better choices throughout. Uh, if you can do a smoothie first thing and then I don't know, fruit or some sort of snack in the morning and then a salad for lunch. That that's what I that's kind of my ideal and I definitely don't hit it every day, but that makes me feel like I'm really making good choices for for at least the first 8 hours of the day. Yeah. And then that tends to lead to good choices at night, not always, but tends to and I think that's uh that's pretty good. Yeah, agreed. Totally. Great. Problem well, solved. Problem solved. Katie, no worries. We are good to go. Mic drop. I'm going to drop my new Yeti. No, Maybe no. that's why they always break. Mic drop at the end of every episode. <laughs> yeah, as soon as we hang up and you don't, we're, we're off. I actually stop it by myself. <laughs> and you stand there proudly. <laughs> um, no, I, uh, I think this is good, and this is uh, one of these little tweener episodes. I'm excited about that. Good. I like it too. I think it's a good idea. Yeah, Hopefully it will help people. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank thanks you for listening, everyone, and uh, we'll see you next week. All right. Sounds good. Bye.